Good morning, good morning. Welcome to another episode of Down by Law with your host, Daryl A. Gray, the premier personal injury attorney in the state of Louisiana. Uh, I'm affectionately known as the Million Dollar Mouthpiece, and I appreciate that because guess what? It's true. I work hard. I make it look easy. But every day, lead on, lead on lively. Every day, I'm putting forth the effort to be better than I was the day before. You know why? Because my I am my mother's favorite child. <laughs> 504-582-9422. 504-582-9422. Guys, we have a really, really exciting show today. Um, I'm happy that we have we got a we got a full house today, man. We got three guests. And this this topic is so important that we had to bring on three spectacular people to talk about different aspects of black health. Down by Law, recorded, broadcasted live from the beautiful Xavier campus, it's the HBCU. Let's talk about that um, here in New Orleans, Louisiana. So, oh, wait, 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 wait. We got a lot of, we got, look at Casey. X, XU. XU. Uh, I love it. Hey, we're going to, um, we're going to jump right in. You got him, Lee? Okay, let's 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 start. We're gonna go ladies first, right? <laughs> Doctor Bristol Williams. Hello, everybody. I am Doctor Bristol Williams, the owner of Nola Periodontics. I am the only black periodontist in the state of Louisiana. Periodontist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, we're not gonna. We you know speed bumps. Sorry. Let's slow sorry. down. Sorry. Let's make sure I'm everybody. A talker, so let's make sure everybody understands the importance of what you just said. How you introduce yourself. We're not going to gloss over that situation. I want you to understand that they need to know this. Yes. All right. So yes. hit them one more time. I am the only black periodontist in the entire state of Louisiana. Oh, my God. Dr. <laughs> Williams. What does that mean? That is a good question. A periodontist is a dental specialist that works only with bone gums and implants. So after dental school, which is a four year program. First, I'm a I'm a Xavier graduate. Let me begin with that. So, XU. XU. I went to Meharry Medical College where my father went, who was also a periodontist. Wait, you're a second generational? I am. Bad. And to my the bone. sister's a dentist. Wow. And my other sister's an attorney who was a tech giant as well. Wow. So, my yep. parents' expectations never stop. Oh, man. But listen, <laughs> they delivered. We should all be so lucky. Because <laughs> I got a lot of kids, and I'm, I'm trying to make sure that they follow the. Uh, the blueprint. There's a lot of whoopings, so I don't know if you want to follow along oh, with that. Oh, 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 we can't talk about that. Okay, but All you right. know, but All you right. know what you know. You know how we how you should raise your children, because I mean, discipline gets you to where you need to be. I'm gonna tell you that much right now. Yes. Sir. yes so, um. So when now, I, after graduating from Meharry, I went to University of Tennessee, and my that's, program. That's my wife's alma mater. I think that's why I know her name. Yeah, she she's a she's a dentist as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, graduated from UT. That's how I met her. I met her in Kroger's. Really? On Union. On Poplar. No, I know, on I, Highland. I, I, know, I know all of Poplar those, those streets. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. And so I concentrate only on bone, gums, and dental implants. That's it. So I deal with a lot of pe- people with periodontal disease, people who have teeth that are mobile, people who have bone loss. You said teeth that are mobile. Your teeth shifting. They teeth, moving. We, well, considering what we talk about today, we're going to definitely talk about how that shows up in each of these, these areas. So that's, I had a practice first in Atlanta. 
realized that that my services were needed in New Orleans, and I came back. The only you I want you say it again. Uh, I am the only this. black periodontist in the entire state of Louisiana. That's is that's insane. And guess what? You guys can reach out to her. What's your What's your IG? What's your contact information? Tell them where your office is. Give them your IG. My office is currently in Kenner, but we're moving back to the to inside the inside New Orleans Parish. So we'll be in, absolutely outstanding in Central City. We bought a building, so we're very excited. I'm excited for you. <laughs> so we're going to start the renovations pretty soon. But our office currently is at 3645 Kenner. I mean, Williams Boulevard in Kenner. My IG is Hey Dr. B. So H-E-Y-D-R-B, like you're waving at me in the street. So it's Hey Dr. B. And my um, website, which I'm very proud of, which you should go to and check out, is Nola Perio, which is N-O-L-A Perio.com. I love really it. really nice. Colors are great. Yeah. It's, my sister's company did that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so go to Nola Perio. Impressive. But you, if you want to contact me or DM me directly, hey, Dr. B is always fine. Absolutely. Doc, thank you for being on the show. We're going to have a great conversation. I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Um, Mr. Nelson, I'm going to switch it over to you so you can introduce yourself and give people a rundown. All right. So I'm Zora Nelson, a.k.a. Big Zo. That's what everybody calls me, Big Zo now. I'm the owner of the fastest growing smooth and the juice company. In New Orleans, Botanicals Nola. Um, tripped up. You know, you know, you know. When I saw Botanicals Nola, I started think Botanica, like a uh, like the shops. You know, the Botanica shop. Yeah, they got actually they got one of them right down the street. But yeah. it's, it's Botanicals Nola. Yes, yeah, so I'm I'm in the EFA, so I, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, my store, my actual <laughs> company name is Botanicals One Hundred Two. Okay, but my you know I do a DBA. For the store name, right? The store name Botanicals Nola, which um, all my friends go to. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. <laughs> See, look at you, you blowing up like we already got the synergy in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you man, know, it's, it's doing good, man. We're doing pretty good. We we growing like rapidly. We started in um, New Year's Day was the grand opening. I mean, it'd be like six months in, six months in, and we then grew like twelve point twelve point about twelve hundred twelve thousand two hundred followers. Wow, so wow, like that's really fast in six months. Absolutely. Um, that's, a lot that's of amazing. whole lot of word of mouth support from the community, um, a lot of marketing too. We go crazy with the marketing. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we over there on St. Claude, right next to Douglas High School, thirty seven twenty six St. Claude. Okay, and and you you you're plant based, of course. Um, and that's that's a huge thing, and that's something that we definitely have to talk about more in our community because you know, just like we're talking about chronic diseases and black health. Uh, the diet is probably the most important thing um, that, that that can affect your health. And we we have one more one more guest, Mr. Lawless, Professor Lawless, should I say? Can you hear us? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm here. Okay. How are you today, sir? I'm good. I'm good. I like how you calling me, sir. You used to call me Cuz. Well, yeah. yeah. So, why are you giving <laughs> away the just giving away the juice, man? Uh, listen. <laughs> Why don't you give everybody your bio? And just, just for uh, clarification's sake, um, this is my first cousin. Um, our mothers are sisters. And I can say this. I can go out on, and, and say this as well. I normally don't do this, but I'm the favorite grandchild of all the grandchildren. 27, <laughs> hey, I, I 27, year, 27 of us. I'm the oldest and I'm the favorite. So, you know, nobody could follow my act. So I just, I'm rolling with it. The king lives forever. 
<laughs> in our family. Mark, uh, you give everybody your yeah, bio. Yeah, yeah. And, and my, uh, let me say this, too, before my cousin starts talking. He is absolutely phenomenal. I, I'm, I'm very proud that he's my cousin. I'm proud of his, his accomplishments so far. He's very young. He's very talented. He's very passionate. So now I'm going to let you give everybody your bio. All right. Uh, good morning, everybody. My name is Mark Lawless. Uh, I am uh, uh, born in Chattanooga, actually, but I claim Memphis as my home. Moved to Memphis when I was a uh, small kid, 9 or 10 years old. Uh, but, but I've been in Nashville for um, a little bit over 15 years now. Uh, my background is in public health. So uh, I got my start at the Metro Public Health Department uh, in Nashville, uh, doing work in maternal and child health and working on CDC grants focused on uh, chronic disease prevention and school health promotion. Uh, I currently uh, serve as an assistant professor at uh, Tennessee State University, uh, the, H- the only HBCU uh, really worth discussion. I'm just going to just put that out there. <laughs> what happened? Uh, wow, he just took a shot, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down. Like, I'm in a line of fire, uh, man. Don't do that. Hey, <laughs> I mean, listen, I would just say the only TSU that matters because there's another that's TSU true. That, that really no, no, no. That, that is not of concern. Most, I, I can concur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Most, most definitely. It's, it's all love for real, though. But yeah, the, the real TSU, uh, not that other <laughs> TSU in Texas somewhere. But uh, yeah, and so I currently. Uh, Last semester, I taught uh, maternal and child health courses at uh, TSU. This semester, I'm actually teaching four courses, um, the sociology of health, which actually just focuses on uh, how different social aspects uh, affect health and how they uh, intersect and interact. Excuse me. And I'll also be teaching an intro to public health class to uh, undergraduate students as well, just really getting down and nailing down the definition of health uh, and how health care and health and public health interact and uh, this is a great time for public health, y'all. With COVID nineteen going on, with social justice movement, the the, the foundation for public health is social justice. Uh, a lot of people aren't aware of that, but you know, the, for, for me, that that's my foundation for public health, and a lot of research shows that as well. So, um, you know, that that's about me. And uh, I'm well, glad you you, you really glossed glad over, and here. and I know one thing for certain about you: you're waiting on the next. Um, social justice issue flare up so you can show up and be on CNN and all of this stuff like you normally do. So you can gloss over it. I mean, I know you're trying to be humble <laughs> and all that, but we're going yeah, yeah. to make sure we put that in the atmosphere as well. Uh, so guys, yeah, we have, that. we have a um, panel of guests that can speak on so, di- so many different levels and so many different aspects about chronic disease, health, and why it's important to us as a community as a whole, why education and understanding and knowledge is important, and resources, right? right? Resources, people who can address the issues and help address the issues and, and how we can uh, talk about, you know, what, what's important in terms of how to get that done from a financial standpoint and all of that good stuff. We always got to factor in the money part of it, okay? So, guys, let's jump right into it, right? Chronic disease prevention. Chronic diseases. Hey, uh, Mark, can you just give us a definition of what chronic diseases are, and then we'll bounce the conversation around to everybody. Sure. So chronic disease is kind of broadly defined as uh, conditions that last one or more years uh, and that require pretty much ongoing medical attention, uh, and it limits your, your activity, your daily activity of both. 
So, uh, like chronic diseases such as heart disease, cancer, diabetes, those are like the three, uh, the three probably most familiar uh, terms that people are uh, that people can relate to, or people may have, you know, those issues in their family and things like that. So that's kind of chronic disease uh, put simply. Okay, and so one of the things, and Zoe, I want you to speak to this, mm-hmm. and then we could, you know, let let Doctor Williams um, add what she wants to add. Like chronic diseases, when you start talking about some stuff that affects the black community, you know, we've grew up with all of this stuff and hearing hearing people in our family, oh, they have heart disease, um, they have diabetes, which is, you know, runs rampant in the black community. Mm-hmm. All these different chronic diseases that we hear about, and we want to know, like, okay, how do we get, how do we develop these diseases? How do, how do black people start to be affected by these diseases, and what can we do about it? And one of the things that I've, I've come to understand is that diet is very important Definitely. when it comes to chronic diseases. Yes. Okay. And you are you you have your you know your your business, which is a juice and smoothie bar, but you also are an advocate of a plant based diet. Definitely. Okay. Can you t- talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah. So my my business botanicals no list pretty much. We market it as a juice bar and a smoothie bar, but we actually as a um, pretty much a healing center. So I pretty much do all the um, herbal compounds, detox packages, and um, just put people on healing programs. Um, so the reason why we having so many health issues is because of the lack of education. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the lack of education, and you've been doing something for so long, then it becomes now you're dealing with discipline. Right. Even when you get the new information. Right. You know, so How you, you can break get, the cycle. Yeah, it's really difficult. You've been doing something for 30 and 40 years. You know, somebody come tell you about some some new stuff that you're not aware of. You got to make that decision to make a change. Right. Mentally, that's not that's not easy to just turn around and just do that. You know. So the reason why we're having these problems is because lack of education, acidosis is the, probably one of the number one causes. What it, what is that? Acidosis. So everything we eat pretty much is acidic. Mm-hmm. Most of us eat animal proteins, rice, pasta beans, che- cheese. Chips, candy, cookies, sugar. Corner store. Corner store diet. Yeah, so that's pretty much, you know, that's pretty much the cause of a lot of problems because it causes acidosis, then it causes um, constipation. Plus it causes dehydration. So now you got constipation, dehydration, and acidosis going on. Then we put all the lotions and stuff on our skin, the hair grease and the sprays and the perms and putting cologne and perfume on our skin. All that gets absorbed straight to direct. Directly to the bloodstream. So now you got toxic and acidic blood. So you got a lot of problems going on. And then they tell us to, you know, we we have these diseases. And then they say, well, take this drug. So now the the drugs is acid. So now you're having a problem because of acidosis. And then they try to treat you with more acid. That's not how it works. Wow. That's why no healing takes place. Like they're just managing symptoms. They make you feel a little better. Yeah. But you notice nothing ever goes away. It doesn't go away mm-hmm. because you're not you're not changing the foundation. That's you, you're not systematically changing what's causing the the uh, this disease or the disorder. Yeah, Doctor Williams. Now mm-hmm. we, you know, again, I'm married to a dentist, so I'm I'm keenly aware of how dental health and oral health um, affects overall health. Right. And you know, your your body's <clears throat> a chemistry uh, project, uh, basically, like in the mouth the teeth, like having that exposure 
you know, like like you start having periodontal disease and receding gums and things of that nature, a lot of bleeding. Mm-hmm. That's a pathway. Yeah. You know, there's bacteria in your mouth. All of that stuff kind of goes to, you know, your, your core system and, and, you, and it can really affect your health. And people don't take dental health serious. They don't. And I tell people all the time, if you come into my office especially, I can usually tell what you have going on based on which, how your mouth presents. Wow. People don't understand that. Just to be anecdotal, I had a patient one time who kept getting these mouth lesions that were horrendous. And we were talking, and I just closed the door, and I was like, so when are you going to tell me that you HIV positive? Wow. And he was like, oh, I didn't write it on my form. I didn't want you to know. I knew, because I can tell by the lesions he had in his mouth. Mm. So I ended up sending him to the HIV clinic, and he was able, his white blood cells were really low. But we were able to catch it and, you know, kind of get him on the path he needed to be on based on what we saw in his mouth. It's the same thing with my diabetic patients. People come in, they say, I got the sugar. Let's be honest. That's mm-hmm. what we say. We got right. the sugar. And you'll check them out, and then you'll see things like they have extremely puffy gums, their gums are bleeding, things like that. You can tell if they're uncontrolled diabetics or they're not. So Uncontrolled, make, that's the thing. Uncontrolled diabetics. So you're which, basically, you're chair-side diagnose, diagnosing these people who aren't don't have their, uh, their other health issues in check. Oh, it's medical. I yeah. tell people all the time, I see most people before the doctor sees them. Right. There's so many patients that I have to find doctors for when you come to my office, it's a full-stop shop. I usually find, have physicians lined up I can refer people to that I know that I think you can trust. The first they can trust. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing. So right, these are right. people that I've known for years. Either I've gone to school with them, and I've been able to get people in the right spot. Because if I take your blood pressure and it's 217 over 104, which I've been seeing a lot of, and you're talking about you never know you have blood pressure problems, Nine times, I really should call the ambulance for you, but most people don't want that, but we got to get them to the point where they're either on medication. These are young people, too. These aren't old people. That's another thing, too. Like, I mean, we're seeing health issues um, in younger and younger people now. These stress levels post-COVID. Wow. When I, when I went, we were off. We mm. closed our office down from March 17th to August the 1st. The, the blood pressures that we were seeing was off the charts. We had never seen anything like this before. And these are young people, old people, people who have high-stress jobs that had to go back, blood pressure shooting through the roof. And one thing I want to say about lack of education, lack of education in teeth has been frustrating for me for a long time. Black people, we have this idea that once you get old, you lose your teeth. That's yeah. just natural. That's because <laughs> when to, to fall into this vein of racism, which goes in dentistry and still goes on today because I see it, when these people come to me after they've seen these other doctors, they take your teeth out not telling you what the ramifications are. So if you're talking about a plant-based diet, how are you going to chew your food? Right. Mm-hmm. Even right. with the denture. It's not the same thing as your teeth. You know, we so just crazy. assume we get them taken out. When I was about twenty-one, maybe I think twenty-two, mm-hmm. I, I never had cavities, never had no problems. I, I went to the dentist just to get my teeth clean, and they was trying to just, just want to just pull my wisdom tooth out, just because I, I had no issues, no problems. I guess they wanted just to. Most people always their wisdom tooth always mm-hmm. something happening to it or whatever. So they want to, they're going to eventually get it out. So I guess they want to jump ahead of the curve and just go ahead and just pull it At out. At least it was just your wisdom teeth. Because it was I've like. people who they want all of them yeah. because they have periodontal disease and don't want to send them to a specialist or don't want to send them to somebody like me if they got any issues with bone loss. Yeah. Oh, let's take them out. We can just. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I'm like, I don't have no no problems. Like, why are you trying to take my wisdom tooth out? Mm-hmm. And still to this day, I'm 38. I still have all my teeth, no problems. Mm-hmm. But they was trying to take them out at 21 with no issues. It happens all the time. I couldn't believe that. I was like, nah, man. That's why the fact that Dr. Williams is the, the only one in the state is 
it's unfortunate, but it's a great thing at the same time because you're talking about trust, right? Big time. Creating a bond of trust. And a lot of times for us in, in our community, we don't, we don't, um, we, we're not very trusting. Uh, we've been mistreated so many times, especially when it comes to health. So having that person that really cares and who's an advocate of good health in the black community is important. And we have somebody like that here who who specializes. She didn't just go to dental school. She went to an extended graduate program to specialize in what she does. And, it's, you know, I'm going to tell you something. That's, that's, and I we, we need to talk about this probably off, off the air. But the funny thing to me is that, once you go to that graduate program on the dental level, you can't go back and do general, general dentistry, apparently. Um, what tell is my, that about? Tell my patients that because once they get there and they meet me, they have they have forced me into doing everything for them. Wow. And they send their people. Wow. Which is beautiful. I don't complain about yeah, that. I think but, it's a beautiful thing. But, you know, that's the thing. They they you, You're creating, that, creating that, that bond of trust, and that's important for us because we, you know— it's, even with my clients, I try to make sure that they understand and I actually care about them. Yeah. It's not so much about how much money I'm going to make because, right. you know, the, the money is a byproduct of doing the right thing. Right. So as long as you handle everything in a certain way, you're going to make money. But what you do is you you create a lot of good energy and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, strong relationships, which pays dividends down the road. Just like you said, all, all the your, your patient has sent all their people to you because they had such a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. Right. Or they ask who I can refer them to. Right, right. Yeah. Word of mouth is everything. That's how you build a business, and especially when it's, it's uh, business to customer, C, C to B. You know, you want to be able to say, we, we have a culture of service, right? and this is what we do. We're glad that we, we offer this service, and when the people come in there, they, they, they appreciate it. Yeah. And that's a beautiful thing, you know. Um, and especially in what we're talking about today, when you start talking about health and chronic diseases, we have to have somebody, we have to have a source that we go to to learn to change the behaviors that we've been um, indoctrinated with over the years. Uh, one of the things, like for me with diet, when you start talking about undoing some of the bad habits, historically, our diets have been extremely poor, and that goes all the way back to slavery. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. Like getting scraps definitely. and you know stuff off the master's table. That, that really they they throwing away. They don't want to eat, but they give it to us, and we build, you know, sustenance on, on, on top of that. So, Mark, I mean, you want to speak to that to that topic and historically how, how health has been um, kind of thrown to the to the back for black people in America? Yeah, 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 I, I certainly can. Um, I mean, you know, just really what you said is, is, is really spot on, Daryl. Uh, it's, uh, it's a historical thing for us, um, and you know it's, it's it's based on survival, right? Even even when you go in uh, so many uh, underserved, underrepresented communities of color today, right? Oftentimes the term we use is food desert, and I tell wow. my colleagues yeah. that you know we will not. I don't. I no longer use that that term, right? Um, because historically. Uh, Deserts are something that just happened naturally. This is food apartheid. So, um, you know, even 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 back to uh, even back generations ago, you know, it was it was food apartheid. It's always been food apartheid, and we've been are just operation operating off of slavery. Now, being the people that we are, I personally think that black people just have, you know, we have a magic about us, right? Uh, but like Jason Williams said, that doesn't mean we aren't real. But you know, we we've, we've made you know delicacies out of out of scraps. Um, and you 
know, we, we've taken some of those things on with us today, and, you know, we use some of those things, and we, you know, bring food to family gatherings, and, you know, food brings people together, and uh, unfortunately, it's not always healthy, but there are some, there are some things that you can do, right? So um, I think uh, somebody mentioned uh, education, and I'll just expand on that a little bit further, because once you educate people, then comes the issue of uh, access. Right, so I could be educated all I want, but if I'm in a neighborhood that is suffering from food apartheid, meaning that because of systemic racism, um, that only that there's a lack of access of healthy grocery stores, lack of access um, to 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 safe ways, to safe pathways to the grocery store, to transportation, uh, to healthy foods. A lot of us grew up eating out the, uh, from the candy lady house, corner <laughs> store, hot chips. <laughs> Uh, you know, kids eating Takis nowadays. You know what I mean? I, I see it all the time. But one of the things that we're doing in public health is we're building community gardens, right? And so that's, uh, once once we get past the education piece and people are educated, uh, they now need access, right? So uh, community gardens is a, is a great way to, um, to mitigate some of those access issues to healthy food. Uh, and also exercise. So one, one thing about it is, when we talk about black black communities, we have to meet people where they are, and we have to empower our communities uh, to really take their issues on for themselves. So I try not to come in as an expert and say, hey, you need to do this, 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 and this. I try to meet people where they are, like what can we do and how can we make these things sustainable, right? And so we, uh, so you know, I've used grant money in the past to uh, purchase community gardens. Tennessee State University is right in North Nashville, a historic black community. Um, and they have a huge community gardens, and what it does is it allows people to have a place where they can come get exercise, actually use the garden, um, and it allows them access to healthy foods, right? And the whole community can use it. And all you have to do is help maintain the gardens. And so we have those at some of our neighborhood schools in North Nashville, uh, like I said, at TSU, some of the community centers, and that has really done a great job of um, – eliminating the access issue and increasing education. So I just wanted to kind of throw those things in there. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're listening to Down By Law. Um, again, you know, this is Daryl Gray. I'm having a great conversation today. I appreciate the conversation, and I hope you guys do too. Uh, we have guests, three guests today, Dr. Bree Williams, <laughs> Mr. Zuri Nelson, and Mr. Mark Lawless. Uh, Zoe. Yes, sir. Now, he just said something that is important, and I think that you uh, can speak to that a little bit because you have a essentially a healing center, mm-hmm. health food store, a resource for people to, to get into a healthy lifestyle right there on St. Yeah. Claude Avenue. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. And that's a traditionally black area, I would think, yeah. it's yeah. safe to say. So. They call it the Bywater now. It's, yeah, it's, they're they're name, trying it, it's the name wall. They're, they're, they're trying They're gentrifying <laughs> they're a little bit. But, you know, the thing about all that, we always adapt and overcome. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we like nice things just as much as the next person. We love nice neighborhoods and, and good places to go. Yeah. And you being right there where you are, that's you, you're easily accessible. Definitely. And 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 you can and not only not only do you provide a service and you you know you you give people some healthy stuff stuff to eat and drink, but the knowledge, like they can come yeah. talk to you about. Yeah, that's that's what I see. That's really what I wanted. Right. You know, we're not a traditional smoothie and a juice bar. Like you know, traditional smoothie and juice bars. You walk in, you buy your juice, get your smoothie, and you go about your business. Right. But when you come there, I mean, you pretty much have access to me. You could ask me all the questions you want. I take up a lot of my day doing that. 
but I, I really enjoy it. Like, that's what I like, the education side. I love to put people on the programs and try to set them on a path to healing. Right. Um, everybody don't accept it, like I said, because of the discipline, you know. So now once you get that education, now, now you have to have discipline to implement it. Like you have to take action on that. So you can know all you want, like like the guy just said. You can know something, but it's another thing to actually take action and, and, and do something about it. So I put I put a lot of people on these detox programs and to try to heal from anything. That's really what it is, detoxification, hydrating the body, alkalizing the body. Um, but when I tell them the steps they have to take, it, I get a lot of pushback, you know. Is it crawfish season when you tell these people this? Because uh, <laughs> that changes. Oh yeah, you, you a brick wall. <laughs> like I'm gonna yeah. you afterwards. So right I ain't coming in the yeah. A lot of times they, they'll, they'll say stuff like that too. They'll be like, "Oh man, uh, well I got this coming up." Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I started. Walls, I started. Man. We got some but, but here's the thing: we talked about this earlier, though. Like you don't have to do a cold turkey. No, right? You absolutely can, not, you can, man. You it took do... me ten years to get where I'm at, man. See? I've been. And I used to be a real fat boy, man. I used to eat all kind of stuff, man, growing <laughs> up, you know? Because that's, that's what it was. I grew up, we grew up in the St. Bernard Project. So, oh, yeah. you know, of course, you know, we didn't have the education right, to right. get, you know, to, for healing and to be eating healthy. So we, we pretty much got all the, the wick and all the fake cheese and all kind of crazy fake stuff we cheese. grew up. Like we grew that up in all that block. stuff, man. The big cheese you block. You can't even you can't even melt that cheese, bro. <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day. I'm like, man, you know, I used to run home and make a grilled cheese out of that big thick cheese. And I'm talking about, man, you just eating a piece yeah. of cheese it ain't even melted. Bologna, man, bologna sandwiches and fake all that, man. Powdered eggs, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. fake juice, man. Look, commodities, commodities, come crazy, on, man. And now look, I, I, I'm tell I tell you one thing, I'm I would never eat it again. There's <laughs> one thing about being. Being a professional, being successful in life, you can stay off the commodities, man. Definitely. And you control Definitely. your own health. Like, you know, and that's one of the things, like, is it cost prohibitive mm. to, to eat plant, uh, plant-based or like, eat healthy in general? Man, you know, a lot of people say that, man. I, I, I don't agree only okay. because, like I said, that goes to education, too, because you have to know how to shop. Right. So right. you have to you have to know how to shop. You know, a lot of times I buy fully organic. Everything I buy fully organic because, I mean, I'm fortunate enough to be in that position. But I know everybody not in that position. But there's you ways to you grow your own stuff in the backyard. I go to community garden. Yeah, but you know that's 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 an option. But most people don't even have the. They can't even. Hold on, I'm sorry. They don't have the they means to trip. do that. You know. Yeah, and and you know how do how do we how do we work around it? Like, what is the solution? So I, there? I I like to buy like if if organic options are not available, I like to you know buy fruit and vegetable wash. Like they have fruit and vegetable wash to get the pesticides off the produce. Um, you can use stuff like that. Um, you can use apple cider vinegar to clean the pesticides off the apples and some of the wax and all the stuff that they have on these vegetables. Um, do you do you ever work with Top Box, Louisiana, the people that do the grocery pickups with vegetables and stuff like that? No, I haven't. Okay. No, the only reason now. I said that because me actually me ex told me about it. They give you. These big boxes of, of fruits and vegetables were like twelve dollars. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's called Top Box. Top Box. Is that the one that be like the You gotta go pick it up at the Broad Street uh Whole Foods or, or they can deliver it to your house. That's my Top place Box. right now. I'd be that man, I'd be that spot four days a week. Yeah. I never I never heard of that. It's though. an online program, but if people wanna check into it, it's called Top it, Box. Is and that the um 
the labels that be like on the cereal boxes and all that? Oh, that's box top. No, that's box top. Box these, top. These people right, are, are New Orleans based. It's all local food and vegetables, and you can just go in each week. Yeah. And it's like boxes of big old boxes for like twenty four dollars. I need to go look into that. Man. Yeah. Just, so that yeah. I mean, for people who you know who it's, it's an issue, I think that's yeah. a good thing to look into, and it's local. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and so you, yeah. then I compare I compare stuff like so you might buy a pack of chicken or whatever a steak for. What eight dollars, ten dollars, or whatever, but you can get you can get kale, a whole bunch of kale feed maybe three or four people for two ninety nine organic. You know, then you could buy some whatever kind of vegetables you like. So I don't really agree with the fact that it's unaffordable. Like it's just it's just knowing how to shop. You so, know? Well, I I do I, I kind of think it's um, it's more un, unaffordable. Um, uh, but what before, before before I say that though. Uh, let me say that because y'all kind of got on the topic, uh, I think you said top box. Uh, also, a lot of people don't know that uh, farmers markets, a lot of farmers markets uh, and a lot of local farmers in most in most states and cities in America take EBT now. Yeah, so the a lot top of box does too. Yeah. You can tell people they can go to their local farmers Death market. Death to commodities. Death to commodities. Yeah, even, even whole food sticks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they do. They even whole food sticks. Yeah, 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 yeah. For real, yeah. 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 Um, also, Fresh Market Dope is a program where there's a program where nationwide, if, uh, it's called the Double Your Bucks program or Fresh Savings program in some places. But if you go buy fresh uh, produce from farmers markets uh, and you use your EBT card, they'll match it dollar for dollar up to twenty dollars. And you have to check in oh, your wow. state or your city to see how you know to see how it's implemented and the exact name of it. Uh, and most states it's called the Fresh Savings Program, and some is called the W Bus Program. But so many states have adopted it. Um, but yeah, so that's that's another thing that eliminates. That's a wonderful initiative. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I will say, that, but that's though, education. We don't know that. We learned. Yeah. I'm learning yeah, that yeah, myself yeah. for I the never first heard time. That myself. Yeah, yeah. See, but so, you know, but, Mark, Mark has worked in. You, how long did you work for the um, Davidson County Health Department? Six years. Uh, no, nine. Nine, nine, years. nine years. So you're talking about, you know, a, a wealth of knowledge and, and kind of seeing all these initiatives roll out. But we need to we need to make sure that we're educating people on this kind of stuff, man. Like, I had no idea that existed. And now oh, to yeah, hear absolutely. that, you know, that's 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 another I mean, that's that, that checks off another excuse on the on the box saying it is cost prohibitive and all of that. But I mean, I think I think it's a I think it's kind of down the middle. Right. Because if you say, for instance, if you got twenty five dollars for food. You can go to McDonald's and spend two dollars and and fill yourself up, right? Get your eat off the dollar menu. But what can you give that same twenty five dollars at the grocery store when it comes to organic or plant based food? Right. So these kind of Absolutely. programs supplement. I mean, you could you can always take the choice of eating less, which that's yeah. an issue too in and of well, itself. Definitely. You know, definitely. you got to something. Yeah. Sometimes you need to scale back on. I mean, I, that's my issue. I got to push away from the table, <laughs> but because uh, I love seconds. But <laughs> but that's one of the things we got to talk about. Like, hey, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe you should maybe you're eating too much food. Definitely. If you're eating too much food, your twenty five dollars that you got for food will stretch a little bit further because from again, this is a this is a systemic in America. Bigger is better. Yeah. Bigger plates, bigger big serving, and yeah. big portions, and that's you, not what you need. You right. think you're getting, you know, you're getting well, your money. They say you're getting your money's worth, yeah. right? But you, know, you really, you really, you're really killing yourself. Killing yourself. You know, you you're know? slowly so, committing Darryl, suicide. Can I, can I yeah. say something real quick? Yeah, sure. Let me, let me say something real quick, Derek, because um, we have to we have to look at health in a way from from a holistic 
uh, through a holistic lens, through a, through a health equity lens, right? Uh, equality means that everybody has food. Equity means that people have the right food to fit their needs, right? Mm-hmm. So if we look at things through an equity lens, through fairness and not just sameness, equality means sameness, equity means fairness, right? Uh, we look at fairness. So we talk about affordability and through a lens of fairness, through a lens of equity, we look at socioeconomic status. We look at the amount of hours people have to work a day just to survive. That's also included in the health. Uh, another another thing that's also included in health is the fact that not any city or state in America, if you, you're a full-time minimum wage worker, you can't afford to live, right? So that, that's all, that, that, always, that, that does dictate your choices. That factors into your choices. Uh, we look at... Uh, we look at different, uh, like, food-to-play programs at school. Some kids go to school to eat breakfast and lunch, right, because they don't get it at home. Yeah. That, that affects, that affects for affordability. Yeah. That affects access. So let me, just, let me just break down, like, the definition of health, right, because I always use this with, with my students, um, even when I do health education in the community with my, you know, with, with, with fifth through twelfth grade students. You know, I break the, the basic definition of health is the, the complete physical, mental, and social well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. So that last piece, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity, means that health is so much broader than saying, hey, I'm not sick. I don't have a disease, so I'm healthy. That doesn't necessarily mean you're healthy. Um, like Zuri said, you know, your body, uh, you put all these toxic things, all these acidic things in your body, that that has a, a huge that plays a huge factor in your physical health, but you also got to um, talk about mental and emotional health, mm-hmm. uh, racism, and public health. Every bit of research that's been done in public health has pointed to systemic racism as a root cause, right? Even stress, wow. even mental health, systemic wow. racism, and that's why I no longer use the word food desert because a food desert would be something that just happens naturally. It's a food apartheid. It's systemic racism, and that's what the research in public health points to. And also socially, your environment affects um, affects your health, right? And so a lot of times you can't do anything about your environment. So I try, I personally try not to lean on the food is affordable if you are educated, because most of the times, even if you're educated, food isn't necessarily always affordable to you, right? There are teachers who, who there are teachers in America who could qualify for food stamps. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And who have to who have to do the same thing for their kids. And they're you know, they're very educated. There are people who are very educated, who have bachelor's degrees and who are educated to food and who know, but they just have different factors that really dictate what their choices are. They have choices but, you know, if you work a full time job and a part time job and gotta come home and take care of kids, it's a lot easier to stop at McDonalds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you stress so eating too because things. you stress eating because yeah. you're trying to eat something that's, that's going to send some endorphins to your brain and make you feel Absolutely. better about your terrible life. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and you know, <laughs> you know you're, you're listening. You're listening to Down by Law, Attorney Daryl Gray, five zero four five eight two nine four two two. We have three guests today. We're talking about we're having a really fast moving and and all encompassing conversation about health and and how to change some of the things that we suffer from with chronic diseases. Um, I did want to comment on affordability because that's one of the major reasons why people say they don't go to the dentist. That's the first thing. They can't afford Everyone it. Everyone tells me they can't afford it. Or, you know, the thing is about what their insurance pays. And then, so when they do get to, to me, my consultations for each patient usually is an hour. I don't have a conventional dental office. 
So it's not That's people on people on different. people. Everybody who has an appointment with me, especially as a consult, has their own hour appointment. And that's because we have to weed through, like the other doctor was saying, the physical, the mental, because that, but yeah. before we get to their teeth. Right. Yeah. You know, because the teeth are just a, a reflection of what's gone on. But I got to understand why these teeth were taken out, how we got to this position. And that deals with work, family, everything. So it becomes more of a session, a therapy session. Then we talk about this mouth. It's holistic. Like yeah. you're taking, and that's, but that's what, that's what we need. We, Absolutely. People need yeah, to be able to come man. to somebody like you and get a holistic approach to what they need to do from a health standpoint and then just implement those changes. You and know what I mean? Let me give us some, 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 like I'm talking about top box. If you think that your dentist is unaffordable, right? There are pl- a couple of places you can go in this city alone. Daughters of Charity is one. They have a sliding scale for people who may not have as much money, may not be able to go to a necessary private practice, but it can be based on income. So at least if you go there, you can get some care that you need because what you don't want to do is just let everything fester and you just put it away and don't deal with it. That's the worst thing. And then it becomes an issue that that you got to come see me, the surgeon, about. Yep, yep. You can get to a point where you can't come back with certain Mm -hmm. illnesses and diseases. Um, and if you don't, you know, if you don't take care of your health, like it's black men, go get a checkup, bruh. Yeah. Go to the doctor, Definitely. get a checkup, know what's going on with your health, you know, be transparent about it and with your doctor and pay attention to it. Focus on that, especially when you start getting older, really should do it, period. But when you start getting older, 40 plus, make sure you're going to the doctor. And don't just Google it. Yeah, no, don't. Yeah, don't yeah. Google your symptoms. <laughs> and all of that foolishness, because y'all and talk do to it. me about yeah. what you Google though. That's what gets me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I looked on. I so looked I, on you know, Doc, I and I think that. they do me that too. And they come uh-huh. to the store. They do that a lot. Of time. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to tell you what to do. You know, give me some suggestions. Then you tell me what you saw on Google. I'm yeah, like, but what about the sea moss? I'm like, right, go ahead and do it. Then. <laughs> do that. Then. Try that. Try that route. See how they work out for you. So, <laughs> Google's a trap. You know, Google man. Google got some. <laughs> Google got some great information, but it got a lot of misinformation man, it, too. Know, anybody, yes. can, anybody you know? can put some on the internet nowadays, man. Yes. You gotta understand yeah. that, like you gotta. That's the internet is a black hole, man. Mm-hmm. You start find, look, researching stuff before you know it, you think you're a space alien, yeah, mm-hmm. based on what you done read on uh, on yeah. Google. And the best way to discuss affordability with dentistry is think of it like this: everything. People talk about root canals and implants being expensive, which they are. I do implants all day, but they serve a purpose, and they and it's the reason why we do them. But think about this. This tooth, nine times out of ten, started with a cavity, which yeah. would have been, if you got insurance, depending on what your insurance is, nothing to fix. But you just yeah. didn't get it fixed then. God yeah. gives you, I tell everybody, God gives you two sets of teeth for free. You got to pay me for that third. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, then and then even with like I didn't seen people tooth like some teeth just crumble before. Yeah, like just straight up, just straight up start crumbling, and that was a, and that was because of a started cavity, acidosis in the mouth. Yeah, big one. Yes, that's, that's I'm saying the acid is like the number we one. You can see it on the bottom of those teeth. Yeah, yeah, you can see it. You can see it. Yeah, and and you know the thing too about your teeth is that you know like I said earlier. Your mouth is a, a petri dish. Right. Like you got it's wet, it's moist, like bacteria and fungus can fester in your mouth more so than anywhere else on your body. And you gotta make sure that you're paying attention to what's going on with your with your dental health. Like your oral health is re- very, very important. I'm sorry. It's just uh, people and people overlook it. They don't they think that it's nothing. Like like you said, Doc, 
all my teeth gonna fall out anyway. Teeth ain't got no teeth, so I know I ain't gonna have no teeth. Like man, you gotta we gotta get past that. Or I'm just gonna yeah. go to people. Columbia and get these veneers. But I'm that's a whole other conversation. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, and, and that's another problem too. With the, <laughs> all this quick fix oh, stuff, everything's right. quick fix. Oh, that's yeah, they tripping. They think they're gonna come in my store and I'm gonna give them one thing that's gonna change their so whole life. Super I'm like, man, yeah, nah, that's not how it works. It's a lifestyle change. You have to really take these steps and be disciplined and and handle and stick with it. I, you know, but you what, can't just come in here and just. I don't have the magic. It's no magic. Yeah, Nobody no has the magic. Discipline, man. You you got, it's 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 a all encompassing life change, lifestyle change, and focusing on your health, which health is wealth. People say that like it's some kind of little antidote, but it's yeah. true. Health is wealth. Yeah, like you have all the money in the world, and if you can't enjoy yourself to spend it, you can't walk to your front door to go out and and sit at jazz fest and have a good time. Then what's yeah. the sense in having money? Right. You got to right. focus on your health. And you know it's fun. It, I'm, I think it's again we gotta we gotta reiterate the fact that you have programs out here that you can use and utilize even if you even if you're getting um, government assistance and food stamps. Like that top box situation is amazing. The stuff that Mark was talking about that you can go to the farmers market because I remember man, listen, food stamps. Getting a little. I'm talking about the paper food stamps. Walk yeah. to the store, you can get a chili one. dog with cheese for a dollar. I mean, you thought you had money, man. Like, <laughs> come on now. You could, I couldn't imagine going and getting healthy food with some food stamps, man. That's mm. wow. Yeah, Listen, that's not, the, nowadays you really could, man. Like you really could go to Whole Foods and get all the organic, whatever you with want. Food stamps, well, food stamps. Mm-hmm. You know, man. But like I said, it's education. People, yeah, people don't know. So I tell people that all the time. They be like, they they can't believe it. They say, "Well, you could go to Whole Foods with food stamps." I'm like, yeah, yeah, you definitely could. We got a couple of callers. Let's let's take Miss Cheryl uh, Lee. Good morning, Ms. Cheryl. How are you doing? You're on Down by Law. Good morning. Good morning, Down by Law. Uh, I'm I'm listening to you guys. You're talking about a lot of stuff. Uh, I don't even want to get into the, the legal part of it. But uh, I went to the dentist a while back, and they pulled my tooth out uh, from a dental that I had as a kid. Uh, the filling finally fell out, so mm-hmm. it was a hole there. But when they took the tooth out, they had, uh, they had two interns on the left side, and the doctor helping them out. And I'm sitting there, you know, in pain, but they say I'm one of the best clients that they had. I'm like, on my mind, I'm saying, I hope you hurry up and do this damn thing and get it over with. Because <laughs> I was in such pain. I was in such pain. I just took it. So I wound up with an infection, and the doctor at Rebizo at Daughters of Charity gave me uh, some penicillin, the real stuff, uh-huh. for this infection that I had. Uh, but now on that same jar, uh, I have irritation. Uh, my food don't taste the same. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and right now, and I'm constantly getting, this is the third time my tongue then swole up on one side. First it was the mm. top lip. Okay. Now it's the tongue. And I'm like, is, uh, when I looked at it this morning, it almost looked like something, I scraped it or something. You know, it had like little lines on the, the area that was puffed up. And I'm like, uh, I, I'm, I'm doing everything. I got an OB electric toothbrush. Okay. So I'm doing the right thing, you know, and I got the Listerine and I gargle and I also tip it in. But like I said, I have a lot of things going on in the places where I'm at right now. I I'm, 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 I kind of consider myself still homeless. Michelle, do uh, you still, looking, are you still I, taking I'm, a I'm looking for something. I can't use the water. I can't use the water. I have to buy bottled water all the time. So I'm constantly drinking Kentwood, I mean, uh, Osaka. And, and it's like, 
Uh, I have to make sure I dip my toothbrush in the mouthwash because I can't use the water because there's a type of grid in the faucets and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. I got photos of everything. But anyhow, I'm just asking. With the infection that I had and the mouth is still messed up on the on the left side, uh, irritation, food don't taste so good, and it's like, what do I do? And I'm like, can I go back to the dentist at Daughters of Charity and let him look at my tongue in my mouth? Uh, do I have to go to LSU or uh, Oxnard to get them to see what's going on uh, medically? All right. All right. Thank you, Ms. Cheryl. We appreciate it. Doc, I'm going to let you give a little information on that. First thing um, is I always ask with people, how long have you been taking the antibiotics? Are you still taking them? How long ago was the procedure? Oh, she's gone. Okay. Yeah, she's gone. Well, it depends on how long you've been taking the medication. One, because sometimes you can be having a reaction. With the lines on the tongue, it sounds like you might be having a, an uptake of bacteria in the mouth, especially on that tongue area. So I would have them take a look at it. The water seems to be a, an interesting situation. I haven't heard that before about not being able to use the water, but I definitely would go back to Daughters of Charity. You say you took photos. You want to show them what you saw and or what you have, and then they can take a look and kind of see what's going on because you sound like you're kind of having more of a, of a reaction to either the medication, but not the tooth. If the tooth is out, that's not going to continue to keep having the problems with the tongue and the lip. It sounds like you're having more of a systemic issue, and it might be based on the meds you're taking. And you might want to go to botanicals, no, to see about getting a detox. If you're having this detox. many problems yeah, with, start old, with, hit a, with hit a reset yeah, you button. need to reset. That's what it sounds detox. like. Down, down by law where you get free yeah. dental consultations. Miss <laughs> <Ms>. Amanda, <laughs> we got you on the line. How are you? I'm fine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I took a class in holistic health at the, um, the community college across the river. But anyway, uh, I want to find out that what is it that everybody says you inherit diabetes, you inherit heart disease, you inherit this and you inherit that. Is that true or is it just what you eat. Uh, thank you, you Miss Amanda. Mark, I'm Mark, why don't you why don't you give us a quick little a little rundown on how you feel about that, and we'll throw it to Doctor Williams and and Zuri can clean it up. Yeah. So she she asked, "Can you inherit diabetes?" Was that it? Yes. I couldn't. I couldn't hear to it. Can you inherit, uh, can you inherit these chronic diseases that Black people tend to suffer from? Oh. So, yeah, so you can have a family history of diabetes, uh, of kidney issues, of mental health issues, uh, diabetes, things like that. Yeah, you can. So some things are, um, so some things are, uh, that run in your family. So you absolutely can. But, uh, the biggest part of it is, uh, lifestyle behavior issues. So, you know, so even though you have a family history of chronic disease, through uh, through a healthy lifestyle and exercise. Because I feel yeah. you can also inherit those bad habits from your parents, right? Exactly. That's, 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 that's the main If you could go back habits. and look at, you know, the family, like just go back look at the grandmothers and the grandfather. They did the same. They eating the same diet. They taught that to the, to the mom and the dad. And then the mom and the dad, they teach that to the children. So, of course, you're going to have, I mean, you're going to think it's, inherited from your family but it's pretty much you you're doing the same lifestyle that they've been doing since the 40s the 50s the 60s yeah all the way up until 2021 so now even the new kids the little ones that's born today when they become five and six they're going to be having these same issues if somebody don't break that cycle 
Right. You know what I'm saying? One thing with us in dentistry, there is a few things you can get from your parents that's based mostly on bacteria uh-huh. issues. And so that's why one of my questions is always, well, did your parents have all their teeth when they, when they passed away or mm-hmm. while they were here? One thing that is definitely solely bacterial and genetic and happens mostly to black females is a condition called localized aggressive periodontitis. It, I've lectured on this before. I even lectured on this in India. But it affects mostly the first molars and the front teeth. And usually if you see one sister with it in a family, everybody's got it. Mm. So I usually need to see everybody because it's very fixable. But only problem is it happens when you're a child. Most people who take their kids to pediatric dentists, they don't check for things like bone loss in children. And so by the time they see me, they've had the teeth taken out because it's affected everything so much and we're in the restorative area. So I always tell my parents, if, especially if you have girls, black girls, to have them about to say, evaluate the, those yeah, areas. Yeah, that's something that they, they may not even know to check They don't. For. The and dentists but, should, but they don't probe yeah, children. Right. I never even heard right. of it before. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Zuru, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, you're talking about these, you know, the, the bad habits that you pick up from your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we're talking about is, is diabetes reversible? You know, can Definitely. you reverse diabetes? Yeah, you, if you start, if you change your diet and start yes. eating differently, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, we didn't get it, we didn't get a lot into this, but is is I think it's very profound and interesting that even the uh, what is it called American Diabetes Association they yeah. they advocate a uh, if you have diabetes you should you should eat like this. So their mm-hmm. dietary plan includes a ton of things that are bad for you. Yeah. So how can you reverse diabetes if you're not you know if you eating Things that um, can cause heart disease and mm-hmm. stroke and cancer. Because everything is a system. It's a system. Yeah. So everything is a system. Every, all these different organizations and stuff, they work. They pretty much work together to, for one common goal. Right. You know, so we. that's why we have to study our own You got to do it yourself. You know, I'm going to say one thing, too, Big about brother in health now. We, we really shaking some stuff up now. I'm glad we about to get off the air. Let me say this really quickly. <laughs> for diabetic patients, if you think you're diabetic, get your teeth clean because... If you get a deep cleaning and you have diabetes, it'll bring your blood sugar levels down. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the, a jewel right there. So remember to that's do that. That's a jewel. You're going to have so many people in, I want to get my teeth clean because my sugar out of way. It will. It'll bring your sugar <laughs> and, and one more thing, man, that's, that's important that we need to talk about is the fact that a lot of people think fruit is bad for diabetes. No. No, it's not. Now you might have a you might get a little spike a little when you spike, eat a fruit, natural, but once you, if sugar. you go if you go even if you're a diabetic if you could pretty much go on a really all fruit diet, it'll spike in the beginning, but it eventually it'll start going down and down and down and down because your body starts to heal. Your body starting to heal. Your body starting to detoxify. It's starting to alkalize. So re-regulate. It's going to yeah. re-regulate itself. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times people come and they think fruit is bad because they. I'm like, nah, fruit not bad. Mm-hmm. You, you have you you didn't develop diabetes. Right. It's the diabetes. It's not the fruit. It's, I mean, the fruit <laughs> and, ain't the problem. And the body is an amazing thing. Like it has so many healing principles and uh, properties in and of itself. So you got to try to you know work with yourself and 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 get off of all these medicines and all of that jazz. Hey guys, another episode of Down by Laws in the books. It's a great episode. Black yeah. health, chronic diseases. You can go online and listen to the live. At um, we're on Facebook and Instagram, but you can also, also listen to the podcast. So you can get in touch with me at Steel D Gray on Instagram and WriteGray.com. That's the name of, of that's the website address. Doctor Williams, Mister Nelson, Mister Lawless, we really appreciate appreciate you guys. Appreciate Down by you, low, man. out. Down by low, out. Peace. Thank right. you. Have a great day. Thank you, brother.